Welcome to another episode of Amplify, a podcast for creative and courageous entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Kate K. McCarthy. And y'all, I know that I say that I'm excited every single week, but it's because there are so many amazing conversations headed your way. This week, I'm so proud to be welcoming my friend Linda Clay. Linda is an intuitive mentor and life and business strategist for women who are really ready to start rewriting the stories and reclaiming their freedom and moving forward both in life and business. To be totally frank with you, Linda and I had talked probably a couple of months ago about... um, her journey and her story and had recorded an episode for y'all and the internet just took it. It disappeared. So Linda was kind enough to hop back on the phone with me to chat about what it means to reclaim our freedom as women and as entrepreneurs who have consumed all of the messages, right? Whether it's fear or negative thinking, um, patterns or behaviors that we just can't quit, these things pop up over and over and over again throughout our journey. And Linda helps her clients through that process. And today in our episode, she's talking about how to do that, what the messages are that we so often consume without even knowing about it, um, and how to kind of move forward and reclaim your own story. I'm so excited and so honored that she stopped back in um, to share her wisdom with us. So without further ado, let's get to it. Before we get into the meat of things, because we have stuff that we want to talk about, um, I would love if you could just tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and what you do and what lights you up about what you do. Okay. I'm an intuitive mentor and life and business strategist, Mm. and I help uh, women find and own their inner truth and power so that they can create a life that they truly want, not one that has been sold to them. And I just find in working with the different women that so many of them are positioned in a place that you know, they did it because that's what was expected out of them, not necessarily what they wanted. Um, and what lights me up? Mm. Ah, to, be, <laughs> to be able to have those light bulbs go off when they realize, mm. oh my God, I really want to do this. You know, this is my passion. This is the path I want to take. And to be able to help them develop a plan, mm-hmm. an um, action plan, and then help them implement that so that they're actually. Um, giving to the world what they're supposed to be giving. I believe everyone has a soul purpose. Mm. And then if we don't feel that soul's purpose, we're like a missing um, piece of the jigsaw puzzle of life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I love that because I think that it really gets to what um, I wanted to chat with you about today. Um like I had mentioned before, you just have a depth of wisdom and experience and a way of talking about things that I think um, speaks to our experience now as opposed to, you know, ideas that just kind of float overhead, a real grounding. Mm-hmm. Um, and you and I, before we had gotten on, you were mentioning that um, 
in your Facebook group, you have been showing up every day and teaching your community via lives um, and have most recently been talking about mindset and self-sabotage. And I would love to talk about like, what does the process look like? And can you shine a little bit of light in terms of like that life that we want to create? as opposed to the one that's dictated for us. I think that's so powerful. Um, and so many of us have had that experience, right? Where like mm-hmm. someone told us that this is what we were supposed to be and we just you didn't just did know it. any different. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, you know, talk to me my, about that. Sure. In my age, in my age group, we mm-hmm. were basically told that you could be a secretary, a nurse, a teacher, um, a housewife. Mm-hmm. And I might've missed one, (laughs) a nurse. I mean, I mean, it was very limited. You had very limited choices. You didn't go outside that. um, You didn't step outside that. You, Mm -hmm. that's what you had to do. And, you know, in some ways it's still true today. And what I find is so many women get in a position and they think, okay, this sounds like a really good career path, or this sounds like a really great business to build or whatever it is, or I want to just be a housewife. 10 years down, fast forward, and they're sitting there going, oh, wow, I don't even know what I want anymore. And I think it starts there. Mm. But so many women really don't know what they want. They think they do on the surface. Mm. And um, when they start delving, they go, oh, wait a minute. I'm really not, that isn't really bringing me what I wanted, what fulfills me, Mm. you know when I work with clients, I ask them that. That's the first question I ask. What is it you really want? Mm. And they'll tell me. And then I'll go, okay, what is it that you really want? <sighs> and then I take them down kind of, do you know, uh, like uh, baklava mm-hmm. filo dough and how filo dough is so thin. And, and so it's like peeling that thin layer off. And here's your answer to, this is what I want. That's one mm. layer of filo dough. And then they go, oh, wait a minute, and there's another layer, and then there's another layer, mm-hmm. and then when you get to that nutty, you know, inside, that's the meat of it, mm. and so it's a process that people have to go through. They have to understand that there are things that you have buried, and not intentionally. It's not like people really intentionally bury what they want. Yeah. It's because life and other people's input and society and teachers and parents help us kind of like bury those things. Yeah. I love the, what you said too, of like, um, I think it makes such a good distinction of like, this sounds like a good career. This sounds like a good life. Mm-hmm. Um, that in so many ways we're informed by the messages that we receive from all of those different places. Right. Um, and things sound really beautiful, but they may not be really what is underneath Right. And that like nutty, beautiful, juicy baklava center. Um, So for yourself, like when you work with clients, um, and I guess also in your own experience, like how do we go about peeling away those layers and like what tends to come up in that process? Oh, um, okay. So first off, with my clients, I'll actually take them through a process. I have a... um, activity that I have them do mm-hmm. because one of the first things that, that people have to do is get back in touch with what their dreams were. 
Mm. It's like it helps to open up your imagination because mm-hmm. we tend to become as adults very limited in our thinking. And so by going back and, and going through all those dreams that you had, mapping them out on, um, you know, a piece of paper and then going back through and coordinating those dreams with what has actually happened in your life. Mm. It's really an amazing activity to see that, Oh, maybe I actually did realize some of my dreams. Wow. Helps um, open up your mind again to um, possibilities that are out there. And then I have them ask themselves things like, what would you get out of bed in the morning to do Mm -hmm. for free that Mm -hmm. you wouldn't charge? Mm -hmm. Or what is it that your friends say, oh, wow, Mm -hmm. you do that so easily. I could never do that. Mm -hmm. Those are keys into what you is your gifts and talents Mm -hmm. and what it is that really brings passion to your life. And so I found from my own personal self that working with people, brainstorming with them, kind of like being their human vision board is what I like to call myself. Oh, I love that. Um, Actually, you know, it's something that I just absolutely love. Mm -hmm. I I love to be able to sit there, take people's input in and then reflect it back to them on what I'm hearing. I am sure that you, I mean, I think that that's the beautiful thing, right, about being a coach and a mentor is that there are some things that we reflect back. And I think that they're usually um, the things that are beautiful and strong that our clients aren't able to see themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and it's such a gift to be able to do that. Um, do you find that in the process that there are any common, I mean, I think about for myself and my own, like, spiritual, emotional growth, right? This journey that we are all on, the constant Mm -hmm. evolution. (laughs) And um, I think about like every level that I uh, attempt to climb up to, um, there are voices that um, whisper at me to like slow down or turn (laughs) back or whatever. Do you find that there are common voices, especially in your work with your clients? that rear up when we're like oh. trying to do something big. Right. Yes. I, yeah, always, always. <laughs> and you know, it's, it's like, and you're right. It's, you are, you know, life is a journey. So mm-hmm. what brought me to this point today to do offer this service to women out there was all the trials and tribulations of my life Yeah, experiences that I went through all the learning experiences. And they were, they were all gifts. Mm-hmm. They brought me here today. But the common thread is that we have so many, unfortunately, self-doubts, and it doesn't matter who you are, they're still there. It's just, Mm. you might be further along in your progress of being able to tame those beasts Mm -hmm. or to quiet those creepy critters that, you know, crop up. Mm -hmm. But when you start any major change in your life, so if you're making a change in your business or you're making a decision to change career or you're making a decision to move out of the city to the country, something that is different from that nice and visualize a really great, worn, comfortable um, bathrobe mm-hmm. that you wear all the time that really should be thrown away and you've got <laughs> floppy slippers that you just love and you 
put it on every day and it's just comfortable and it's safe and you know how it fits. Mm. But when you go into a change situation, when you want to step out of that nice, comfortable fit, those voices crop up mm. because they're, they're in a sense of protection. Mm. But the thing that we have to remember is they're just words. They're not reality. Mm. So if you are wanting to expand your business and you hear that, oh, why would you want to, you know, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. What if this happens? What if that happens? Really? You're not going to be on Facebook as much? Oh, you're really blowing it. You know, that, that kind of thing will stop us. It's that self-sabotage. It's that way of kind of protecting you because that's going against the norm. That's going against that. Stepping outside that comfortable bathrobe into a new bathrobe that doesn't feel as good. You know, it's scary. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I think that that's, so I love that metaphor of the bathrobe. Like it, it's ratty and it needs to be thrown away and it's time to move forward and it's time to move on. And the new one will sop up the water better when you get out of the shower anyways. Right. But we don't want that. We want right. the comfy, cozy right. box that we put ourselves in. And I think that that's true, that at every level, it doesn't matter if you're just starting your business or just starting to peel off that first layer of flaky baklava Mm -hmm. or you're almost to that centerpiece, right? Like the voices still. They'll uh, crop up your entire life. Still crop up. So like if somebody is out there and they've just decided to do something brave, Mm -hmm. which y'all, if you're listening, like bravery is awesome. And like please keep doing the brave thing. So they've just decided to go and do something brave. And they notice that as soon as they take one step forward, one of their inner demons or inner voices of shame and should and supposed to and can't and all those stories pops up. Is there, do you have any advice for them? You know, we talked about this the other day on my Facebook live and the, and the really good thing, what is that saying? Like, it's like, um, Keep your friends closer, but keep your enemies closer. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Know your friend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whatever that. It, the same with those voices. Mm. Just keep them clo- Know them. Mm. Know what they are. Name them if you have to. I know that sounds silly, but if you can recognize them and you can name them and if you understand where they're coming from. And, you know, when we have those voices that come up and say, Oh, Kate, you can't do that. I mean, what mm-hmm. if your friends start criticizing you? You know, mm-hmm. then you, you've got to understand that that is actually a message and you need to look into what's behind that statement. Mm. And, you know, one, if you learn to do that, that kind of dissipates the power. Right. The other part of that is to acknowledge it. Mm. Is to say, hey, thanks, you know, beast. For mm-hmm. showing up today and reminding me that, but you know what? I got this one covered. Mm-hmm. Literally in your mind, talk to those voices and dissipate, you know, so they go away. The third thing that you can also do is you can actually write down the what if statement or mm. the reason why you're not, you know, your voices are saying you can't do that. And then underneath, write three positive reframe statements on why you can. Mm, I love we, that. Yeah. 
I love that. It reminds me so much of, um, have you read uh, Elizabeth Gilbert's Big Magic? No, I have not read that yet. Oh my goodness. Whew, so good. Uh, <laughs> like so good. Um, I read it a couple of years ago and she talks about how fear, if you think of, um, if you think of like all of the voices, uh, mm-hmm. confidence, leadership, um, all of those voices as like one big soccer team or something like that. Fear mm-hmm. is always going to be on right. the team, but mm-hmm. it doesn't get to lead. So um, she talks about like, it's not, it's not the one that gets to drive. Like it's always going to be there, but it's going to be in the back seat, and you have to like, you can't deny it. Right. Um, and all of those voices are all diff- different forms of fear, fear of success, fear of failure, which I think oftentimes is probably a fear of success. But mm-hmm. um, for me, if it's okay to be a little vulnerable, um, for me, my voices have been popping up when I have an inner knowing, right? Like for example, um, right now behind the scenes, I'm working on something and it's uh, it's asking me to draw back um, and inward a little bit from a lot of the things that I typically do day to day in my business, whether it's show up on Instagram or um, write my emails. Like it's saying, like, okay, you need to kind of draw in and and grow your roots a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a voice that's speaking to me and saying, like, aren't you always growing your roots? Like, no, you need to push forward and do more. And I know that voice, and that voice is the one that like wants to get shit done. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) but knowing it, recognizing it, hearing it, acknowledging it, um, and then letting the inner knowing speak louder Mm -hmm. has been such a powerful experience of, um, really claiming the choices that I'm going to make. Right. And I think Mm -hmm. that that's personal responsibility is a big part of your work as well. Um, in terms of like, how do we move forward? Right. Despite. Right. And it's, it's, um, you know, you can sit and you can dream all you want. Mm. You can, you know, wish all you want, but there mm-hmm. is no fairy, there is no fairy godmother. Darn. You're, Just you're, kidding. No, I, don't, I, <laughs> I, I wish there was, uh-huh. um, it's hard work. Yeah. You are your own fairy godmother. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, it's scary. I mean, mm. when you take that step to you know, to really claim who you are, mm. to really let yourself out. It is scary, but mm. it is so worth it. And going back to just the subject of fear, mm. you can use fear as a um, a blockage mm-hmm. or you can actually use it as a motivator. And I've chosen throughout my life to use it as a motivator. And so mm. when I am in a position of making that huge change in my life, or, mm-hmm. and I've gone through several life changes, um, or, you know, having to make major decisions and you get that. Um, well, perfect example. I told him today on my Facebook live, when I first started doing Facebook lives, oh my God, my stomach was so bad. <laughs> I was sweating. And it was like, mm-hmm. I, listen to, I mean, those voices were so loud. Mm-hmm. Who's going to listen to you, Linda? And oh, come on, you're so silly, you know, and you know, you're kind of a goof and you know, all everything I could think of from my, you know, X amount of years being alive on earth. Came up. I don't now. I have. I don't get enough stomach anymore, and it it was a point. A point of prepare myself. So I did a bunch of um, Facebook lives 
just to myself because you can do that as a preparation. You can go in and change it so you're the only one to see it. And oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. So you can actually, you know, so preparation mm-hmm. and research are two key elements at any time, any major change you're going to do. Mm-hmm. So if I was going into a new job and I was applying for something, I researched that company. <laughs> I knew their mission statement. I had 20 questions on a pad of paper to ask them. Mm. And that takes away from them playing that dominant figure on you. Mm-hmm. Because I'm asking them questions about their company. Because is this company the right company for me to work for? Right. Because right. Maybe it's not. You yeah. Know? And so if you prepare, it helps to dissipate that fear of the unknown. Because what is fear really? What is fear of success or fear? Well, I don't believe in the word failure. So <laughs> uh, fear of not doing something fully the way it should be done. You know, it really is because it's unknown. We don't know. Mm. Happen. Yeah, we don't deal well with uncertainty, do we? No, no. <laughs> I, I had somebody tell me today, a client, that, you know, I think, Linda, it's because I'm afraid of success. And I said, mm. well, what is going to happen if you succeed? She said, well, I don't know. Maybe the world will end. And I said, really? <laughs> if you're successful, the world's going to end? Mm. How about we look at it? If you're successful, you change the world to a more positive place. Mm. It's a spin. It's just a spin on the words that we feed ourselves. It's like feeding the fire. Ooh, I love that. How do you in your own life stay conscious of those words that you feed yourself? (laughs) I don't always do a good job. (laughs) I'll be honest to the audience. I don't always do a good job. I can beat myself up pretty bad, Mm. but I actually have learned to, I had a couple situations over the last couple of weeks where I, you know, I get up, I'm tired and it's like, you know, Linda, what are you doing? You know, and I can just hear that negative, you know, you'll never make it. You'll never make it, you know, on and on. And I just went, stop. I thank you very much, Mm. but I don't need you today. Mm. And they, they'll stop. Mm. I know it sounds kind of crazy, but it's like, really, I've learned to stop those voices before they take hold. If that makes sense. Yeah. You know, if you, just immediately recognize where you're headed and you can say, nope, I don't need you today. I appreciate it, but you know, I'm done. I got to move on. And it works. Is that a, is that a muscle that you've practiced? Like how did that? Yeah, it's a muscle I practiced. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it takes, you have to remember, everyone has to remember that it took you X amount of years to get to the point where you're at. Mm -hmm. So it is going to take time to change your thought process. Mm-hmm. You have to replace the negative with something else. Mm. So you have to put in positive thoughts. So that's why it's really good to catch yourself and to be able to recognize a mm-hmm. what that negative thought is or that voice or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. and be able to reframe it right away. Mm. You know, and pay attention to, um, you know, whatever people, a lot of people love to journal. Mm-hmm. Um, I find sketching is really my me- way of meditating. Mm. So whatever works for you to be able to center yourself. You know, I've had people that will say, well, Linda, I'm not getting it or it's taking too long. Well, yeah, it takes time and yeah. you have to be consistent. Mm. I like, I want to like circle that, underline it, put exclamation marks around it. Like it takes time. Mm-hmm. 
Like I think that so often, I mean, talk about a bill of goods being sold. Um, we are convinced that it's, it's, it's a immediate change that like things that there's an easy button or a magic pill that right. we can swallow. Um, and we forget that like life business, all of it is such a journey and like the things that are worth it and become habit and become tools that you can use and know to use regularly, those are only, they'll, they only become that because you've put in the practice and you've done the time and you've right. walked the walk consistently. And it doesn't mean perfectly mm-hmm. by any stretch of the imagination. Right. I love that you said that, like, I'm not good at it sometimes. So yeah. I think that that is, I think that that's huge. Well, we're such an instant gratification society. Yes, you we know, are. Yeah. Like right now. It's yep. got to happen right now. Yep. And, and the thing is, is that we weigh so much of what we do based on other people's opinions mm. and what other people think. Mm. And it's like, you know, when you look at it, it's a journey. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a process. It's not something that is like, oh, I can take this pill, put it, like you said, a magic pill, and put it in a thing of water and it bubbles up and I can drink it and, you know, all of a sudden I'm going to be positive. Number one, you are not going to be positive 100% of the time. You're not. No. Because life happens and, to be honest, shit happens. Yes. And it can be hard and you can yeah. be on your knees crying because mm. you had such a devastating challenge put in front of you mm. that it's going to set you back. Mm-hmm. And you're going to sit there and go, why me? You know, that's human nature. Mm-hmm. It's how you react to that challenge. It's how you get through that challenge that makes the difference. If you stay in the whiny state, mm. you become a victim. Mm-hmm. And you keep repeating it and you keep repeating it. Or you face it and go, how, where's the solution? How do I get through this to the other side? Mm. There is always a path to the other side. It just might be hard. Now, you and I have talked a little bit about this, but before we hit record, you were like, oh, if I was 40 telling my story, it would be shorter, Um, which I love. I love that. Um, I think that there are some people who worry that it's too late to get the life that they want. What would you say to them? I'd say it's never too late at all, 100%. I started my mentoring business at 66. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there is no timeline. Mm-hmm. You can do whatever you want at whatever age you want. Mm-hmm. Period. I just needed everyone to hear that. I just like, <laughs> I think uh, at any age, it doesn't even matter. You could nope. be, I mean, I remember. I wrote about this in my blog a long time ago, but when I was in college, I remember being a junior and working in, um, it was like the residence hall office where you got the packages and then you like sent the packages to all the people. And there was this one guy who would always, he got so many packages. I was like, dude, like, how is it that you're getting boxes on boxes on boxes? He was like 21 years old and had already sold two businesses. Oh my God. And I remember thinking, I'm working in the residence hall office and like (laughs) you have already sold two businesses. Like I'm already behind. Yeah. You know, um, it is amazing. He was, 
he had like three pagers on him and two cell phones. He still <laughs> used pagers. I don't think people <laughs> used pagers then, but um, I just remember thinking like that I was already behind and that it was already too uh, late. Yeah. And I was like 22, 21 years old. Um, and so I think at any age we can think that it's too late, but it never is. And I think that it's also important to think in the context of our businesses, right? Like it's never too late to pivot in your business either. Like it's never too late to evolve or to start a new offering or to start working with new clients. Like the possibilities don't solidify and like get rigid over time. They just expand if you let them. Right. Like I remember when I was going to turn 21, I thought, oh boy, I'm turning 21. I <laughs> know it all. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a down pat, man. And I turned 21 and really didn't feel any different. And mm-hmm. I didn't know it all. And you didn't know it all. <laughs> and, you know, and it's that the thing that I've learned is that knowledge and wisdom comes from the journey of life. It comes mm-hmm. from those knocks and those bruises and the pain and the sorrow and the hurt. Mm-hmm. That's what gives you knowledge. That's what gives you wisdom. And, you know, when you look at, say, a business, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. You're building a business, you're going to have knocks, you're going to have bruises, you're going to have sorrow, you're going to have every pain in that baby that you're creating. Mm-hmm. And you're going to come to a point because you've grown that your business grows and changes. And so mm-hmm. there's no shame in that. That's awesome. That mm-hmm. means that you're expanding. That means that you know, part of you is evolving into something else as is your business. Mm. And so adding new clients or changing your packaging or changing your business is okay Mm. to do. You're making my heart sigh. Yes. (laughs) Like just so good. Um, Oh, so good. And I think too, that it kind of comes back to that idea of fear, right? Like the things Every moment, and let me know if this has been the case for you, but like every time I've done something big, courageous, out of the box, it has felt like a mixture of excitement and total fear. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. And I love, I love that full circle of like at each stage we can do this and the voices will keep popping up, but if we just keep moving towards and making intentional decisions. Right. And being really clear about like what that Baklava Center is saying to us. <laughs> right. Right. Um, and here's this forward. Here's another thing that, and I have this, I have these conversations off and on, but like decision-making. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. We had talked about this before we got on the record. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you're looking at decisions, they're hard. They mm-hmm. can be hard, especially if it's like, you know, you think it's going to be a life-changing decision. Right. And so- I was explaining to someone that I've suffered from depression in the past. And when I was depressed, I couldn't make a decision for the life of me. Mm. I was like, I was so scared. I didn't want to, you know, so mm-hmm. I call my daughter and I say, blah, 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 this has to happen. And she'd go, mom, just make a decision. I go, I can't, I can't, you know, it was mm-hmm. a fear-based thing in there. Mm. And then if I let her make the decision or I let somebody else influence my decision, guess what happened? It didn't work out the way I wanted it to. Right. If I go with my gut Mm. and I make my own decisions, I know what it is I want, it works out. 
Yeah. So when people are making a decision about their life or their business or how they want it to look like, mm-hmm. it has to be their decision, not somebody else giving them input. Yes. Preach. Yes. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Oh, I think that's the perfect place for us to wrap up for today. Okay. I'd love to have you back. Um, Absolutely. Like that just feels so, so good. Um, where can people find you? Okay. I'm on every social media channel. I love it. <laughs> I have a Facebook group, Capture mm-hmm. Your Passion. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a Facebook business page. It's Linda M. Clay Biz. Mm-hmm. And then I'm on all other social media channels under Linda M. Clay. Perfect. All of them, y'all, you already know this if you've listened for a while. All of them will be in the show notes. I've linked everything. Awesome. Um, thank you again for just gifting me with your time. I really, truly appreciate being able to to hear your wisdom. And um, I just really appreciate you giving that gift to our listeners. So thank you. Oh, thank you for having me. I love being on your show. I love talking with you. I just, I think you're an awesome, awesome gift to the world. The feeling is mutual. Thank you so much for listening to Amplify, a podcast for creative and courageous entrepreneurs. If you loved this episode, subscribe to make sure you never miss an Amplified Beat. You can find resources, show notes, and downloads, plus my exclusive resource library at katekmccarthy.com. I am all about connection, and this internet thing makes it so easy. Come find me over on Instagram at katekmccarthy. Then reach out and say hi. I adore you already. Thank you so much to everyone who makes this podcast possible. Amplify is produced by me and my slam bang behind the scenes team. Catch you next time. Thank you.